Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Hello, welcome to episode 90 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I find myself being a little extra excited that this is episode 90. That means there's only 10 more episodes till episode 100. That's pretty exciting. So still yet to decide what I'm going to do for that 100th episode, but it's going to be great. So I'm going to start thinking about that pronto. So before we dive into this week's episode, I'm going to read a review. This review says, I love this podcast. I'm entering my 10th year as a sewing pattern designer for bags. While I'm not a quilter, I find Elizabeth's content so relatable and incredibly helpful. I love the range of topics she covers, from the business side to the personal life aspects of running a creative business. I have not found another podcast like this. Thank you, Elizabeth, for your excellent podcast. So, thank you. This is from Dax... Oh, I don't even know how to say it. D-A-X-D-U-H-X-D. So thank you for that review. It actually really means a lot that you have not found another podcast like this. That's very, very touching, and I really appreciate that. And I love, again, I do like to know that you guys like to hear the personal life things. It helps me feel better to share those things, because like I said, sometimes I wonder if it's a little bit TMI, but... um. But I like to share them, and it sounds like you like to hear them. So thank you for the feedback. And this week, I am sharing, it's part one of two parts. So the next part will come in a couple of weeks. But I am introducing you to my team. And by my team, I'm trying to bring on the people who I hire and pay to help with my business. I am doing this because, one, I want you to hear who who I have on my team and what are they doing for me. A lot of times I look at other companies and I'm like, there's all these moving pieces, but it's so hidden. It's behind a closed door. Like, who do you have working for you? What do they do for you? And then the last thing I want to share is how did I find them? Because if you go back and listen to the episode I had with Gingerer, I was like, how do you hire people? How do you start a team? And now I've done that during, from then till now. In fact, I had Jamie working for me then, but I've grown a team and, and I didn't even know how to do that. And I didn't know what I would hire people to do. And I definitely didn't know how to find people like every new position that's still, I'm like, okay, how do I find this person? Which I'll just put it out there. I am looking for somebody right now who is very organized and can run a team well and can basically be my secretary and hold the entire team accountable for, okay, we have a meeting at this time, everyone go and check the calendar. There's this just kind of be the reminder and the organizer and remind me when things are coming up. So anyhow, if that's a skill set that you have, feel free to reach out. But yeah, I'm going to introduce you to part of my team. And then the rest will be in the part two that comes in a couple of weeks. But yeah, I'll introduce you to who is working for me, how we got to know each other, when I hired them, how I hired them, what that looked like. And if you get to the point where you are going to hire someone, I hope that you find this beneficial. And if you're not even to that point, you're like, I can't even imagine ever getting there. You can get there. Like, I remember feeling like that will never be me. I cannot even imagine... But when you're getting to a point where you have, well, it happens right off the bat. There's stuff in your business that you don't like, you don't want to do, you're not good at. There are some things that you are good at, and that's where you should be. But as soon as you can, it's wonderful to hire someone to do the things that you don't want to do. And that can be anything you want, anything in your business that you don't like. You can hire someone else to do that for you. It's a beautiful thing. Now, of course, you need to be able to pay them, so it means like having success with your business. But yeah, let me dive in and let me introduce you to some of my team. All right, Jamie, thank you for being here. For those in my Quilt Pattern Running course, I think just this last year, they'll definitely know you because you came in as the tech editor um, but for our general audience, can you introduce yourself and tell us who you are as a quilter? Hello, I'm Jamie McFeeters, and 
Oh, I guess I don't know who I am as a quilter. <laughs> I've been quilting for, gosh, um, my st- my mom taught me when I was little, but then I didn't quilt for the longest time until I moved um, into a new neighborhood and joined a quilt group with a bunch of lovely ladies, and it's been great ever since. Yeah. So. And okay, so you you do a lot for me uh, with my business. I'm so <laughs> grateful for you. So well, it's fun. Thank you. Yeah, I. It's funny. I was thinking, I don't even remember how I first reached out to you. What, how did that, what did that look like? And when was that? Well, it was probably a couple of different things. I think you very first reached out and asked me to make um, a cover quilt for one of your patterns that was coming out. I think it was the, the banner one, the summer story. Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And so I did that. And then I think I even did another one before you reached out and asked if I I remember it was kind of an awkward conversation for both of us. You're like, <laughs> you were asking if I was interested in working and I hadn't really been thinking about it. And we just kind of muddled our way through and it's been a great two years. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. I'm kind of glad I don't remember that awkward conversation. <laughs> well, I just remember I was making dinner in my kitchen and I think you'd even first asked me to um, help you build up some of your blog posts and stuff. And I said, I am not a writer. I don't. I I think I just flat out told you no. And then a little while later, you reached out and asked if I could help with emails and with the membership and, and I guess everything that's grown from there. Yeah. That's so funny. Well, the funny thing is like, I, we know each other from church and I had seen you in some setting where I was like, man, she is organized. She like, (laughs) I don't, I can't even remember what it was. Probably, I I can't remember, but I I was secretary for Relief Society. So yes, that was probably it. Yeah, that is probably it. And then you also had mentioned that you used to be a CPA, which, Mm -hmm. yeah. Talk to us about that. What, what did you do when you were a CPA? So I, this goes way back, but I took an accounting class in high school and I just loved it. And I said, I am going to be an accountant. That's what I'm going to study in college. I'm going to get my CPA license and that's what I'm going to do. And I did, and I did it fast. I got my master's degree in four years. And so, but I knew what I wanted. Numbers all make sense to me. They, if you add them up in the right way, everything balances at the end and it's organized, which if you know me, that's what I like to do. So, um, yeah, so I did that and I worked as a CPA for, uh, five or six years, I guess, before my oldest daughter was born. And then once, um, she was just before her birth, I quit my CPA job and was a stay at home mom until I guess I still am (laughs) never really went back to work until I started working for you. And I've been able to do that at home and it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, well, for me, I really value hiring someone who has integrity Um, and I didn't know that about myself until I started hiring people and I was like, well, clearly this is a big deal for me because, because you have access to my entire business, you know, it's very, uh, vulnerable to share that with someone. Plus I also care about my customers, you know, being treated fairly and all of that. So, um, so that was attractive. And then you have the skill set that I do not. And I was like, that would be amazing to have someone who can, (laughs) and you have, you have been phenomenal with that. So, okay, can you, this I feel kind of embarrassed about, but can you share your um, duties, if you will, with what you do for Quilter's Candy? Well, um, most, re- I guess, as of now, mostly I do pretty much everything to do with the membership. So I work with all of the members in the Quilter's Candy membership. If they have questions or need help finding a pattern or any of that stuff, I handle all the stuff for the membership. Um, all of the posts in within the membership, um, working with the pattern designers, getting their patterns ready each month, um, the Facebook group, the slideshow, um, the, the slideshow every month. Yeah. Which that's coming up. Um, what else? I have to look at my reminder list on my phone to see what I do every month. Yeah. Keeping track of how many members tracking the membership. Um, when the membership's open, help with that. Any basically anything to do with the membership is my main job. Um, yeah, I also help with Quilters Candy finances, helping you figure out all of that. Um, look at monthly reports and work with the CPAs that help us. Um, I also help you with your pattern writing course. Mm-hmm. 
just managing that every fall. Um, pretty much anything else that you need help with, with organizing, mostly I help with all mm-hmm. lots of organizing stuff. Is there anything else? I still oh, I edit a lot of your patterns. Yep, you do. Sometimes and... make the cover quilts. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Basically, I mean, you're on my speed dial. Anything comes up, I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, you know, that's what I, anyhow, yeah. as a business owner, I'm trying to get better at, like, setting the boundaries and here's how we no, communicate instead of just texting you and anyhow. It's fine. I like being, um, I don't, I guess I don't even know what to call it when you want to talk through ideas and kind of see what, you know, where you want to take your business and we talk through some stuff and sometimes I just listen and you can work out your own thoughts while I just sit there. Sometimes I give you advice, but it is true. It's nice to be a part of that process. Okay, good. Because I'll call and be like, what about da-da-da-da-da? So, yeah, you have been very invaluable. So, yeah, for you, so all of my employees are contract employees. So you still can, you know, right. do your thing. So what is on your dream list for for what you, like, what are some of your dreams for your own work and business? Um, Gosh, that's kind of a hard question. Um. I guess for next year, one thing that I'm hoping to get figured out, and we've talked about this a lot, is um, creating a tech editing course for people that want to learn how to tech edit. And we've talked about it, and it looks like there's a need for that. And so that's something that kind of been mulling over, trying to decide how what that would look like and how to get that started. Um, something that's really exciting that's happened in just in the last couple of weeks, Riley Blake reached out and asked me to be on their tech editing team in-house. So that's been a lot of fun. Something that I never even thought was a thing is now something that I'm a part of. And that's really exciting. So. Yeah. Well, and you're good. I remember when we first started talking about a tech editing course and you're like, can you teach people? Like you just have to have it. <laughs> don't, you know, because <laughs> you have this ability to look at something and just see if it's not spelled right. That's just the spelling. But even the math, just this, I would love to be in your brain for a day just to see what the world <laughs> you would looks probably like. Go crazy. <laughs> you'd probably go crazy. It would probably not be fun. And I wonder but. if you were in my brain, if you'd go crazy. <laughs> That's probably true. There's probably a reason why we're all different and unique because it would not. Yeah. Some yeah stuff that you enjoy would probably not be fun for me, but right. Yeah, but I guess if you were in my brain, you'd enjoy it. So <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. I'm excited for that. Well, to see how it works out, because like I said, like I do spot a lot of things that I don't know. I feel like there's some things that you just can't teach, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, and I think some people are. I would assume I could be wrong, but people who are drawn to do that might be more mentally geared towards that. That's true. Like paying attention to details and things that don't match up within the same document. Like some of that stuff has just bugged me my whole life. And so I'm kind of excited that like, oh, there is an actual like job that you can do to use (laughs) those skills that bug me. Right. right. (laughs) That's so funny. And you're also very good at, you'll look at a pattern and say, I, and you're, well, first of all, you're very diplomatic. Like you never say you need to oh, do good. this, you know, like I would recommend, or you could think about, you know, you say it in a nice way, but, um, you, like looking at, it might be easier to do this, or it might make more sense, or you could condense it, or I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it, but I guess putting it together in a better way. Yeah. I like to make things the most simple, like less complicated way to do something. And that's something I guess that, yeah, I, I kind of have a knack of seeing how that could come together in an easier way. And, um, yeah, there's, yeah, I guess that's the knack that I have. And thank you for noticing that I do, like, I feel, I try to be nice, but like my job is to tell you all the things that are wrong with your pattern. And so that's, that's kind of hard for me to be critical that way. And so I try and do it in the nicest way possible. And I do try to point out things that look great or amazing or that someone has done a really good job with. Because I think a document full of, I guess, what could be seen as negative feedback is that would be hard to look at. That's interesting. I try and write positive feedback as well. Yeah, you do a good job. But I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever gotten um, a tech edit back from anyone and felt like, 
well, that was hurtful, you know, like, I, I'm curious yeah. if some people have, but no, I usually am like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, let's get that fixed or, you know, I mean, I know that's the reason you sent it to me, but I, I don't know. I, I feel bad if, if I can't find one good thing to say about a pattern. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, that makes you very thoughtful. So it's a good quality. It's a good quality to have. Well, good. Good. Well, I really appreciate having you on the Quilters Candy team. If people want to find you, our listeners, how can they find you? Um, easiest is probably Instagram at Jamie's Quilt Studio. Um, that's probably the best way to find me. I think my email is linked on there as well, but it's just Jamie's Quilt Studio at gmail.com if you want to reach out about tech editing or anything else. So. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and thank you for no working problem. with Quilters Candy. It's been such a pleasure. Oh, it's been fun. I loved it. It's been great. So Shannon, for our listeners, you work for me for Quilters Candy, but I don't even know myself. How did you first find out about who I was? Yeah, it's kind of interesting because it was several years ago, probably three, maybe even four years ago. Um, it was through Shannon Brinkley, actually. Um, I was I think it was just a live workshop that she was doing and people were talking about quilt pattern writing and she just casually mentioned like, yeah, that's something that Elizabeth Chapel in from Quilters Candy does. And at the time I had never heard of you. Um, I was pretty new to quilting at the time. So I just looked you up, started following, thought mm, that's something that might be interesting in the future. And, and then it was just like in the background quietly for years, you know, I was just not really paying too much attention, actually, to be honest, um, until uh, about a year ago. And then I started to get a lot more interested in what you were doing and the quilt pattern writing course and that kind of a thing. And I'm curious, did you get more interested from an ad that I ran or now I'm totally marketing? Like how did, what, what worked? <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually what got me in, more interested was that I started um, getting into surface pattern design. Um, and then so, of course, one of the avenues through that is like quilting fabric. And then I thought, well, if I'm going to be designing fabric, now I have ideas for writing quilt patterns um, to go with the fabric. And so I wanted to explore that avenue. And then it just it just jogged in my memory, actually, like, oh, Shannon Brinkley mentioned Elizabeth. And so that's got to be a good thing. <laughs> That is too funny. Well, how about that? Yeah. I, that's interesting. So then, okay, so you signed up and you were a part of the quilt pattern writing course for 2022. I would love for you to share. Well, I am actually curious. I was thinking about this when we talked about having you on the podcast. What was it? How? Tell your story and then I have questions to ask. <laughs> so tell tell the listeners what you approached me with. Okay. So when I was in the quilt pattern writing course, I mean, my background is in education, um, in like a post-secondary in a college, um, but actually with foundational learning. So, um, you know, working with people who are kind of struggling to advance in their post-secondary studies. Um, and when I was in the course, um, it some things that you said just kind of made me tweaked with me that like, mm, I think she's thinking of changing things or she's thinking of updating things or things are different now than they were when this course first ran. Um, and so I thought, you know, there might be an opportunity here for me to just share my experience and what I know. Um, and so, yeah, I decided to reach out with you and just kind of say, this is my background. This is what I do. do you, are you looking for help? Do you, you know, is there a way that I can work with you um, to move move forward so how did you feel when you sent that email were you like uh, I just tell yeah how, I'll just leave it at that how did you feel <laughs> so writing that email was really really difficult because I mean you don't know me I feel like I know you like a best friend because I've seen you on Instagram I've listened to the podcast through the course I mean you pick up little things that you know about the person's family and their dog and you get to know you know, right. their personality. And so, you know, I feel like I know you very well. Um, you don't know me at all. Like, you know, so, so to introduce myself and say, I'm this person you don't know at all, 
but please continue reading the email. I mean, that part was difficult. Um, and then I had to find a way to say, like, do you need help? Are, are you looking to change things or improve things? And then so how do you say that in a way that doesn't that's not insulting or off-putting? Because not only do I not want you to say no to what I'm suggesting, I also don't want you to write me off completely as a person and like ruin any, you know, for future opportunities or, you know, just think that I'm some kind of weirdo. So yeah, it was like figuring out what to say and how to say it um, was really difficult. And and I think one of the things that I, I did, that I decided to do that I think was maybe a good thing was at one point I actually said in the email, I don't know how to say this, but, and I think that just maybe kind of phrased it like, you know, or gave you the idea that I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm trying to, right. you know, like really um, approach this in the right way. So. Yeah. Well, so things that were in your favor, one, you were in my course. Cause I have had people reach out and say, I've never taken your course, but, and then approach me for something. It's very attractive. You know, there was a whole podcast episode where I talk about how to work with your dream collaborators. Mm -hmm. One of them is be in their atmosphere but then, because, in fact, I think I mentioned you not by name, but in that podcast, yes, you because did. you did this, um, because you were in my class, and you did, you picked up on, I don't even know what I said, but yes, I was absolutely, like, I'm always thinking of, I don't know that I will ever not change the course, you know, as much as like, oh, you make it once and it's done, mm -mm. I think every year I'm going to redo something, you know, and so you picked up on that, which you were watching and thinking and being observant. Um, and then you were very polite about how you reached out. I think you said something like, I hope this isn't offensive or I hope it doesn't come off the wrong way or something. Yeah. And, um, and it wasn't offensive at all because you had totally picked up on something that I had, that I wanted to do. So you were right on the money and then you also had the qualifications. So you had a very good resume that I was like, oh, she's not just someone who's like, I have an idea, but like you have been doing this professionally and I know that people hire people to go through their course curriculum and improve it. And it fell into my lap. You know, I'm looking for, I'm looking for ways to improve this course and you presented yourself. So for the listener out there, if there's someone you want to work with and something you want to do, be in their atmosphere and listen to what they want and solve that problem for them. Hopefully you're qualified like Shannon. <laughs> but yeah, so then... Let's chat how, from your perspective, and then I'll share for mine, it's any different. So now you're, you're hired as part of Quilter Scania team, um, not full-time. All of the people that I hire is a contract employee. So um, just so the listeners know. So that means you can still spread your wings and do the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. But how did that come about from your perspective? How did it come about to work for you on contract now? Yeah, yeah, to go from like that first email to now your your contract employee. Yeah, so just I'll touch quickly on what you said before about um, you know having the qualifications. Um, that part was really hard for me because I have you know twenty years of ed uh, experience and uh, you know all this education and everything, but in this realm, in the uh, like you know the online course thing that that you do and other people do I'm I'm a nobody so it you know it was really there was a lot that you did to be open to looking at somebody who has experience that's not exactly what you're doing but what is related and can be applied so you know that was that was really nice that you gave me that chance that was you know huge to be able to show what it was I was able to do so that leads to the first step. You and I came up with an agreement that we were going to meet twice for one hour each time just to do like a basic kind of consulting, coaching sort of session where you and I could talk about, you know, what it was um, that you wanted and needed in the course and then just some kind of like opinions that I had or suggestions that I had um, and that you were interested in because we, we talked about what kind of information are you looking for 
And so then I tailored mm-hmm. our conversation around the kind of information that you were looking for. Um, so then, yeah, we had those first two initial meetings, which were, I think, awesome. Like, I really enjoyed the conversation. It was just, it was like thoughts were flowing um, and it was like really collaborative and um, really positive. And then, yeah, we just both kind of made comments. You said like, I need you to work for me more. I need you to do this more. And I was like, I want to do this more. This is really fun. I'm really enjoying, like, I think we just kind of hit it off collegially um, in terms of Mm -hmm. like our working styles and personalities just kind of meshed um, really well from the beginning. And I think, you know, I've done hiring before too. And you get that gut feeling when you meet certain people that you just kind of click and you know, like, yes, this fits with me and my team and what I, how I work and how I do business. And um, yeah, that's, sometimes you want to force it because you have a need and you want somebody to work out or you need somebody to work out. And sometimes it just like makes sense. So I feel like it kind of made sense and everything was clicking and um, yeah. Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> you, yeah, you wanna... no, that's absolutely right. I remember. Um, so we met those first two times and some of the ideas that you had for the quilt pattern writing course, I was like, Oh, that's genius. <laughs> And I must do that. Like, I will be implementing that. And then I found myself like, well, I really want to bounce all of my ideas off of you for the course. Like, I I want you as my right-hand person to, like, okay, let's talk about this module, this module, and layout and all the things. And then, well, hey, I what if I could have you for all the things, you know, Craft a Career Club. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, you know, that's launching, so we're heavy in that right now, but eventually just all the things I I value your opinion you have a very good sense of looking at things and maybe that's because I think we see eye to eye but I think you have a very good sense of that um so but you did mention on your Instagram stories which I don't even watch them that often but I happened to that day and you were like I'm thinking you know I took surface pattern design so I should do that or I quilt pattern what should I do with my business? And I was like, Oh no, 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 no. I can't, you can't leave me. Like I can't. And I think that's when I reached out and was like, let's maybe chat about bringing you on in a little more permanent position. Um, so yeah. And it's been really great. Yeah. And it's funny because at that same time, um, you know, I was thinking about different options and where am I going to go forward, you know, for myself, for my family, um, all of those things. And you made a comment about too something like well you know if it doesn't work I need somebody to do this and that and I was like no 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 I want to be that person (laughs) so I had the same feelings too I was like you know it's like that boyfriend who who all of a sudden when they're showing interest in somebody else and you're like no 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 (laughs) now I'm interested yeah so yeah it was that that's funny well now so I'm curious uh with your business do you see yourself wanting to do this more and like all of these weird things kind of brought you back to this, but in a different atmosphere or. Yeah. It's so interesting because, um, so I left my full-time job for maternity leave and then, you know, one is looking at opportunities to stay home more with my kids and have more flexibility, which is why I got into the surface design and quilt pattern design, which I really loved. But was having a hard time figuring out really like how to make it work in the way I needed to make it work. And, you know, this kind of, I I saw different people other than you kind of saying, I need somebody to do this, man, I really wish I had help with this. Um, And the universe just kind of kept putting it in front of me. And I was like, you know, I I have these skills. I have this experience. This is what I love. I love doing this work. Um, And, uh, yeah, so then I so then I got to a point where I was like, okay, now I've got these three things on the go. And I'm trying to come up with a business name and I'm trying to like set up a website. And I've got like, you know, this website in the works that's got these three different tabs for these three kind of related but very different things. And, you know, I'm just at a huge crossroads for for where do I go? But I am being pulled in this educational consulting, um, you know, this online teaching sort of way um and so yeah it was 
I was kind of resistant to it a little bit, but it was like, I knew in the back of my mind, I was like, yes, this is what it, this is where the niche is. This is where the need is. This is where my skills are. And I do have a passion for this. So um, it was definitely pulling me in this way. So yeah, I mean, this, I think I, <laughs> I still, I still want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year designing quilt patterns. I mean, that's still what I want to do, <laughs> but, I, but no, I think, I think that what I need to do now is just really lean into like, where the opportunities are presenting themselves, where my skills are leading me. Um, and yeah, definitely I would like to move forward and like um, see where this leads and what are the needs that you have and maybe, um, you know, other people have for this, this kind of work and um, yeah, figuring out what that looks like um, as I continue to grow as a as an entrepreneur myself I guess I kind of think of myself more of like a freelancer than an entrepreneur um, I think that's another reason actually you and I really work well together is because the things I hate to do you love to do like I hate marketing <laughs> you love marketing and I do. yeah and I I actually hate creating like the content like writing stuff out I don't like that part, but once the content is there working with it, I love, and you like to create it. Okay. So yes, we are like meant for each other yeah. and it's working out really well. Yeah. I mean, it really is because yeah. I'll write that content and put it out and you'll be like, hold on, you've repeated that or this and that. And, and I'm excited. I'm just going to leave a teaser <laughs> with the audience. If you want to know what suggestions she has for the course, you're just going to have to sign up and join the course because <laughs> it is going to be my best one yet, but I won't say ever because I think it will get better every time. Well, and I wanted to touch on so, that too because you talked about, um, you know, wanting to redesign the course over and over and like wanting to make changes every year. And to me, that is the mark of a real, like a true educator and somebody who really understands what education is. Because I've heard a lot of people say out there, you know, like, do a course, it's this passive income, you just do a course, and then it people keep signing up, and it keeps making money for itself. And that's not what education is, you know, it, the mm -hmm. audience is changing, you're changing, the technology is changing. Um, everything is always evolving in education. And even when you look at like, K to 12 education, like that changes. Everything in education needs to be updated and current and fresh. And so when you teach something, even if you think you've got it perfect, it's going to change. It's going to need to be updated and it's going to need work. So, yeah, I mean, to have yeah. that perspective is phenomenal. Oh, well, thank you. And but I even think if I had a teacher, I would want a teacher who's continually studying and learning themselves. Like I would be kind of bummed if like, yeah, I created this five years ago. I'd be like, you've got nothing that you can share from the last five years, you know, like surely you've learned something you could share with us. So exactly. yeah, I would feel bummed. And I did want to touch on, you mentioned ever so diplomatically, you are trying to make it work as a pattern designer and quilt pattern writer, but it wasn't working. Do you mean financially? Like you needed to earn more money? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm still working on my first pattern, so I, I, I don't have a lot. You know? <laughs> um, that got derailed with this. I mean, that, that's, you know, one <laughs> right. of those things. But um, yeah, no, I just I just mean, um, yeah, for my pers own personal financial goals and, and just the time. And that's the same thing with surface design, too. Like there you can make a go of it. You can you can really do it. Um, you have to diversify and you have to be willing to play the long game. And so yeah. that was possible. I could have, you know, looked at playing the long game, but what am I going to do in the meantime? And how am I going to, yep. you know, meet the needs of my family until I reach that point? So that was, yeah, just kind of started, you know, working my way, working its way through my head in terms of like, how long is the long game going to be? And can I, can I make a go of it until then? Yeah. Well, and I, I want to touch on as well, a lot of students come into the quilt pattern writing course or craft a career and there's so much need. Like you said, you saw, you hear so many people saying, I would really love to have someone who does this. I think people in the, the quilting industry, really any industry, there's actually a lot of hidden opportunities that 
people are looking for someone to help them with, ah, if they could just run my pinches for me, if someone could just send out my weekly emails, I mean, all just go and ask a business owner, what do you wish you didn't have to do? <laughs> do you, are you interested in that thing? Are you good at that thing? Like if you're really good at taking photos, you could do their Instagram or whatever, but there's, there are so many needs out there. Now, if the dream is like, no, I want my own business with my name and, but it still also could help you get there too. So it's just a way to think about it. Absolutely. I saw a quote recently and I can't remember who it was by, but it basically said like, in a nutshell, if you want to be successful, help somebody else be successful first. And it's like how much, you know, I'm learning from you behind the scenes and all of that uh, access that you get by working for somebody else and helping them um, be successful. And I've never been that person really who needs to be like front and center. And I mean, my first, the business name I've got, like my Instagram is not even my full name because I want it to be a little bit private. Like I'm kind of a private person, (laughs) even though I don't mind standing up in front of, you know, hundreds of people and teaching that's fine um but you know I'm kind of a personal person so I don't mind kind of working um you know behind the scenes and like letting somebody else be in the limelight and and do all of that um this just is rewarding for me to help somebody else be successful and then hopefully be successful myself um you know in the in the long run so yeah yeah well, and I mean, I was chatting with a couple of the ghostwriters and they're like, I have no desire to market. I don't care if my name is out there. I just, the ghostwriting sounds like that's exactly what I want to do. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. And a friend of mine who's, you know, her kids are all in school now. And she's like, hmm, what do I want to do? She's like, I'm a worker bee. Just tell me what to do. That's like my happy place. Just to it. Tell me what to do. I will do it. And I love it. I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, that's my personal hell, you know? But like, we all have our strengths. And so to find out what you're good at and how can you capitalize on that? And I don't mean that to sound shallow, but like there's a way that you can serve someone or some audience with your skill set. So I really like that. Absolutely. Well, yeah, thank you for being here. So for our listeners, if they want to find you, how can they find you? (laughs) That is the question of the day. So right now I am Shannon Julia Thomas uh, on Instagram. Um, The website is in the works, but the Instagram might be changing um, as I, you know, lean into doing more of this educational thing. So I'm at a stalemate about what the new name is going to be. That is yet to be determined. But right now, yes, people can find me on Instagram at Shannon Julia Thomas. Well, okay. And then before we go, I am curious if you can share some of the things you've learned from working with me. Actually, when you said that, I'm like, I guess I could see how you're mm-hmm. seeing how to like run the platform where we're hosting the Craft a Career Club. But what other things are you like, oh, huh, I hadn't thought about this or that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, learning about the platform, seeing how you do um, all the different pieces of the business kind of work together and how you're doing, you know, working with like a client journey um, I don't know, customer journey, I don't know exactly what you call it, but just, you know, how somebody moves their way through the business and how your marketing, I think, is a, is a big thing because it's not like an interest of mine. So it's nice to kind of pick up little things along the way as I'm seeing you do them. And um, just, you know, having uh, something I really admire about you is just ha- really having the guts to go for it, you know, and um, that's one of the things like, I'd be like, oh, but what if I put this out and only four people sign up? Then what am I going to say to those four people? Like, you know, it's just things like that are so easy to hold yourself back with the what ifs. And you just like do it and make it work. And and so that's really like inspiring to see. Nice. Well, now I feel like I was fishing, but I wasn't. But thank you for the compliments. What else have you got? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But yeah, that's fun. And I I do think it's pretty cool that you get a backseat to like the ins and outs of my business. Mm -hmm. And, And one thing that you mentioned, like the customer journey, that's, well, dare I say, I feel like that's a more advanced business idea, you know, um, So it's kind of cool that you get to see that. So anyhow, yeah, very fun. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thank you for being here. And 
we'll have to share if you change your Instagram name, business name, so people can find you. Yes. But yeah, it's been a fun having you on the podcast and even more fun having you in the business. So thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. It's been fun. So Kelly, yay. Thanks so much for being here on the podcast. Of course. So, okay. Can you tell our listeners how we originally met and like time frame when that was? Well, I actually just looked it all up <laughs> because I was like, oh, I, nice. don't, I don't remember what the years were. Um, so I used to work for my sister-in-law who owns a fabric company and you ordered a binding from her and I had recognized your name because you had just come out with your boxes. And I was like super excited that you ordered a binding. So I like wrote a special note on there. And for some reason we started talking like I don't remember what was said or whatever, but we started talking back and forth. And then you requested a rainbow binding because you were making like a Bonnie and Camille quilt or something. Anyway, and you're mm -hmm. like, do you do a rainbow one? And I was like, I don't, but I will for you. <laughs> and so anyway, I made a binding. That was like 2016 or 17, 16 or 17 ish. Yeah. And then um, you put my bindings in one of your quilters candy boxes and then we just kept talking from there and then you put a pattern in there and it ended up being like my best selling pattern still to date the magnolia oh, really? one That's cool I yeah know that. and um and then we just kind of just started talking and we had a lot of similar things in our personal life as well as professional life and so just kind of built a friendship from there and then we didn't meet in person until like two years or something after the fact and we've still only met in person that one time <laughs> I know you said that I was like oh my gosh it's only been the one time yeah it was I feel like I know you I mean I do but you know what I mean yeah yeah it was at the yeah, quilt market funny. in 2018 was the last and only time we've ever met in person wow it's been that long that's that's yeah. we're overdue we're overdue yes. but I will say I love that you took the initiative to like write a note to me and <laughs> hey if you want da, 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 da. I don't even remember what that note said but whatever it said it worked so well, I just here remember, we are like I loved your boxes and my sister-in-law had gotten one because you had sent it to some um fabric companies or stores that you wanted to get your name out there and stuff and so I remember being at her house and she's like oh yeah I got this quilters candy box and I was like what I follow Elizabeth let me see that so anyway, oh, that's funny it was fun oh that's cool that's funny I didn't even know that I sent her a box there will be people who are like you sent me a box back in the day I'm like oh I do not remember that I don't want to say that but I don't a, remember it was a long time ago it's okay it was a long time ago yeah so okay now <laughs> do you want to tell the story of how I brought you on to the quilters candy team it's kind of embarrassing but whatever well, just share it <laughs> I don't know um I don't really even honestly remember all the details I just know we talk all the time because we vent or bounce ideas off of each other like it's like we're real life in-person friends that haven't met mm -hmm. but we chat about everything from personal life to professional life but anyway you were it was like right before your um, last course. Mm -hmm. I think that's when it officially was. Um, and you just had so much going on and you were just like, do you want to help me out with this? And I was like, sure, why not? Like I wasn't super busy. And so I just kind of started helping you with your inbox and then helping you with any kind of assistant thing that you needed or if you had something else come up, you were like, well, can you help me with this one? And I was like, sure. So kind of just morphed into, I'm your personal assistant and I really actually love it. <laughs> I do too. Well, and it's funny. So, I mean, a little bit of backstory. So, and this does relate, but Stacy Tushel, she's like a coach, whatever. I had been looking at her stuff for about a year and she teaches how to run your business really smoothly. And I was like, it's cool, but I just don't need it. Like things are fine. Everything's functioning just fine. 
and then I launched the quilt pattern writing course in 2022 and it was my biggest launch ever, like tripled in numbers. And all of a sudden I was like, I can't handle this. I, I am not prepared. Stacy, I'll hire you now. Will you have me? I need your help. And she was like, okay, you need to hire someone with this, this, and this. And I was like, I don't even, where, where do I begin? So I reached out to you in a frantic, like I'm drowning right now and I need some help. And you jumped in immediately and it was like, this will just be for a few weeks till I get my feet back on the ground, but you did such a good job. I mean, you, you do better than I do with the emails. You're on top of it and you're just, you know, quilting stuff. It's really hard to find someone who's qualified with, you know, knowing quilting and how to respond to stuff. So I didn't need to train that. And then you're, you're good. You're on top of it. You work well with me, with my, like, I mean, you'll be, Hey, don't forget. You've got an appointment today at two. I'm like, Oh gosh, thank you. You know, um, <laughs> like my secretary, but you do all the things. So I was like, well, let's make this official. <laughs> let's hire you on. But it's still, I mean, if you had to describe what your job was, I don't know that I would have a title for it, you know? Yeah. It's really just, I don't know, assistant. I don't know. That's a good way yeah. to describe it. I just help you out where you need help. <laughs> I don't know. But you are for sure in the inbox. I mean, that's yeah. like your official, that's where you started. I'm like, don't go. I need you there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been really helpful. Yeah. So tell us your, so everyone that I've hired so far, you're all contract employees. So that means you still get to spread your wings and do your thing. So what is on the docket for your business? Like what dreams do you have? Well, it's it's really marked this year because well, it all started morphing with like COVID and different things that became successful or things that weren't like, I still, I still love the pattern writing and stuff. Um, I've never really been big on the, I don't really like the marketing side of it, like selling myself like that. So mm -hmm. I'm just, th that's just not the part that comes natural to me. And so it was starting to not be fun that way. And I have more fun submitting to like, magazines or things like that so I like to still design the patterns it's a little less pressure in my head to mm -hmm. submit them to magazines um, versus releasing them on my own so I do that and then actually after um, helping be a small group leader for your course this last year um, I found out that I like ghostwriting like I mm -hmm. I think it just even morphing and working for you I've just found out that I like doing more behind the scene things which is just I don't know it's funny because I've never thought about that kind of stuff but I've just enjoyed being more behind the scenes and still doing what I love but not having the spotlight on me and so yeah um, I'm hoping to change some of those things with adding new services and stuff and doing ghostwriting um and things like that. And I'll still do my bindings, but I'm kind of switching how I do them because I'm trying to find a way to help other fabric um, shops and myself at the same time. And I have things in the works. I just have to mm -hmm. get the ball rolling. I'm a, yeah. I'm a ready, aim, fire person, Elizabeth. Not, <laughs> not the ready, uh, fire, aim or whatever. Yeah. But I will say, I mean, so you did some ghostwriting for me and you're very good at it. And I'm curious, is it easy for you to change the style? Like when someone reaches out to you and their style is very different from mine, does that throw you? Because for me, I get in like a, this is how mine always look, you know? Um, Sometimes it's... I mean, I haven't done too many other ones yet, so I guess I haven't really encountered it yet. A couple of them are just, like, wording. Because, like, even when I did some for you, when your tech editor sends edits back, it's just, like, a word here or there that I use in my patterns, like, rotation versus orientation. And, mm. and like, I'm starting to see those kind of things, and I'm like, oh, that's how you make it someone else's voice or in their voice because that's how they write their patterns. And like, to me, either way would be fine, but you just, mm -hmm. you kind of just adjust. And it's things that like, I'm trying to develop like a questionnaire type thing. So if they are very specific on this is how I word it, or I, like on my patterns, I use IN for inch. I don't do the little quotation or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I know a lot of people that drive them nuts because it doesn't look like proper English or like, 
just runs on and they're like, I'll have testers be like, um, you put IN in there. That's not, sp-. anyway, little things like that. But, um, yeah. So I guess I feel like there's a way that I keep my stuff like mine that I just mm-hmm. write everyone else's more so in a standard. And if they have specifics, then they just need to tell me that and I'll write it. I'll write it how yeah. they want it. I just, I just enjoy I think it's fun to work in Illustrator and just make the boxes and do all that kind of stuff. And your mind doesn't have to hurt as bad because there's still a tech editor to help you with all the math that you might have missed. So I know (laughs) I love those tech editors. Thank you, tech editors, for having the brains that you have and all that you do. Right. Awesome. So, yeah, thank you for coming and being on and sharing how we got introduced and what you do for Quilters Candy. If people want to find you either for pre-made quilt bindings, which sounds like will be changing a little bit, or as a ghostwriter or anywhere, any other reason, where can they find you? Um, You can find me on Instagram is at Simply Macbeth and it's M-A-C-K Beth, like for my daughter, Mackenzie. Um, And then... Uh, my website is just simply Macbeth.com. Awesome. Cool. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here, Kelly, Jamie, and Shannon. And for you listeners, feel free to go and check out their Instagram accounts and see, you know, what they do personally for their businesses. But I hope that you enjoyed just a little glimpse of how I got introduced to these people and how I thought maybe they'll be a good fit for my team and how that's worked. And know that things shift and evolve and change. Sometimes I bring new people onto the team. I had a while back, I don't remember which episode, but Victoria of the Midlife Quilter, she used to help me with my emails and now that's Kelly. And Victoria had just an entire change where she... You know, she stopped selling fabrics and now her business looks very different and she had to have a shift where that wasn't working for her anymore. And sometimes that happens on my end where I have to shuffle things around or someone has to move or, you know, things change. And so teams evolve over time. And so I'm excited. And so it's kind of fun to show you what I have right now and who's on my team right now. And in a couple of weeks, I'll have the rest of my team here to introduce you to and to hear how I met them and how they became a part of the Quilters Candy team. So thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to roll in the 100th episode with you of the Craft to Career podcast, and I will see you right here next Friday. If you've enjoyed the podcast, be sure to leave a review. It's very helpful for the show and helpful for me as the host to know what's resonating and what you are liking. So again, I'll see you here next Friday. Until then, have a wonderful week. Take care.